This, 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 this is mythical. We're so excited to introduce you to Great Jones. Great Jones makes high-quality, thoughtfully designed cookware that's so stunning, you won't want to put it away. From Dutch ovens to ceramic dishes to non-stick sheet pans, they've got you covered. Heck yeah, they do. Their products come in a variety of amazing colors, from classic black and white to pinks, greens, yellows, and blues. And the best part, Nicole... Everything's non-toxic. Josh, I've been in the market for a kettle for months. Yeah, I've heard I've, you talk about it a weird amount. Yeah, I've bought like a bunch, returned a bunch, but I just got my hands on the Great Jones Fellow Kettle collab, and I got it in the color broccoli, and I'm so excited to make artisanal teas and coffees. I'm trying to get on my coffee game right now, and I'm mm. so excited to use a gooseneck kettle. We have no idea. I'm excited to use their yellow hot dish, a.k.a. casserole dish. Shout out to Minnesota and Fargo, North Dakota. Uh, but right. I'm, I'm at that point in my life where I'm like, I'm an adult. I should have nice vessels to serve food out of sure, instead of just serving it on like stainless steel restaurant style things. And I like it. It's cute. It's got a good design. Bakes really well. Holds heat. I'm in, baby. And once you try Great Jones, you'll want to share it with friends. They make stunning gifts that are actually useful. Weddings, housewarming parties, birthdays. It's the perfect gift for the foodie in your life. So upgrade your kitchen and replace those old rusted hand-me-downs with bold, beautiful, long-lasting pieces from Great Jones. Get started today at greatjones.com and get an extra 15% off your first order with promo code SANDWICH. That's greatjones.com, promo code SANDWICH. Taco, a really good food involving a tortilla. Burrito, also a really good food involving a tortilla. But which one reigns supreme? This is a hot dog as a sandwich. Ketchup is a smoothie. Yeah, I put ice in my cereal, so what? That makes no sense. A hot dog is a sandwich. A hot dog is a sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> what? Welcome to our podcast, A Hot Dog is a Sandwich, the show where we break down the world's biggest food debates. I'm your host, Josh Scherer. And I'm your host, Nicole Hendizade. Today, Nicole, we're, we're taking on a discussion that means a lot to both of us, I believe. Yes. And you and I both grew up in Southern California. We, yep. we are huge fans of Mexican food. We grew up eating it on the regular all the time. All the time. But every time you go to a taqueria in L.A., well, or is it a burrito? burrito yeah. <laughs> I mean, you're, you're all faced with the choice, right? I mean, there's there's obviously a, a panoply, a panoply of options in the Mexican food canon involving Absolutely. tortillas. But we're not getting into vampiros or molitas. Or taquitos. Or taquitos. Or machetes. Have you ever had a machete? What's a machete? Oh, it's like this It's this taco. It's like three feet long. Um, a uh, favorite journalist, uh, Patricia, Patricia Escarcega of the LA Times wrote about this place that serves machetes. And I got one. They're like this three foot long folded quesadilla. Wow. Anyways, burrito versus taco. That's that's a, a classic case study. It's classic for some, but it's clear for me. It's clear it's for you. What's your always answer? Always tacos. All, wait, for real though, always tacos? What I, do you think the percentage is? Uh, like whenever I, like personally, yeah. like talk. Okay, so I consume much more tacos than I do burritos. But that's only because you consume like three tacos per one burrito, if not more. No, yeah, that's that's the normal uh, mathematical equation. Three to one. A three to one ratio. Yeah, three but to one but ratio. a three to one ratio of times you're ordering tacos, not total tacos consumed. No, total tacos consumed. Total tacos consumed. consumed. But to yeah. me, that's a one to one. What? Because <laughs> what? Which, Josh, I just said I eat three tacos for like three tacos satisfies me the way one burrito does. No, for sure. But I'm saying like if you go to a restaurant that yes. offers burritos and tacos of roughly equivalent quality, right? So you're okay. not going to like a taco specialist or a burrito specialist. You're going to, um, you know, uh, what's what's the spot? Pink I'm, taco. Oh god, pink taco. What a Is terrible that you example. Were ta- I don't know. Well, yeah, but so okay. God I'm dang tra- it. Let's. I don't know what else to say. <laughs> you said the one over there. 
there. And I know that way sunset. So I said, okay, it's a pink taco. Okay. Alfredo's. I was talking about Alfredo's in Burbank. Alfre- You've never, never been, been to Alfredo, Alfredo's. bro. Alfredo's, it reminds me of like the San Diego County style taquerias that do like the carne asada fries. I don't hang out in Burbank. <laughs> I don't I don't explore Burbank. No offense, Burbankians. I love the local Burbank Mexican seed. Okay, say, um, what's the Pablitos? Pablitos tacos in Burbank. We we have oh, yeah, yeah, we enjoy yeah. them. Sure. We enjoy yes, them. Yes. Are I you do. going tacos or burritos? Always tacos. Always. 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 Oh, that interesting. Okay, let me tell you why. Please. Okay, number one, when I, I like the individuality of a taco, it fits well in my hand. I enjoy it. I savor it. It drips a little bit, whatever. It's a little bit messy. But it's perfect bites each time, which I really enjoy. It's normally my taco order is is <laughs> taco, meat, salsa, a little bit of onion, a little bit of cilantro. That's my typical taco of choice. I'm you- soft. What? What were you going to ask me? Sorry, I just interrupt people. It's okay. Well, it's not interrupt. It's fine. You can interrupt me. It's okay. I was gonna. I was gonna ask if you are ordering the same type of taco, or if you always go for the variety. Because if that's important to you, I totally understand. Uh, that sometimes I'm a variety girl. Sometimes I just, you know, I just want straight up carne asada. Sometimes I straight up just want chorizo. When you okay, so um, tacos 1986 is a great example yeah. of like they. I mean, they have multiple good tacos, right? They do that that like mushroom asada. Oh my thing. god, their mushroom tacos are the best thing I've ever had in a long time. It's really or uh, Sonora Town, where it's like their carne asada is like sure. what you go to get. Yeah. Like, do you do you veer off? I'm trying to suss out if you are someone who variety just means a lot to you, or are you just getting like four carne asada tacos and just hammering them home? Most of the time, okay. So my typical uh, taco. Tr- can I give you my taco truck order? What, okay. what taco truck? Shout them out. Oh, Shout them out. Uh, I love El Chato. El Chato. El Chato is my number one. Yeah. Taco Zone is number two, uh, and Leo's is number three. Mm-hmm. Those are my favorites. I always get a. I always get a carne asada. I always get a pollo, and I always get a lengua. Those are the three mm. I always get. And then I get cilantro and onion. And then I get a lot of radishes on the side, mm-hmm. a lot of lime on the side. I love the escabeche. Yeah. I don't always get the escabeche. Ooh. I don't That's an appetizer do it. for me. Yeah. The escabeche get... is the pickled carrot, jalapeno, yeah. onion. Mm. Correct. With the oregano in there. Dang. Yeah. It's a good appetizer, but I don't <laughs> like it to my, I don't think it accentuates my tacos. I think it takes mm-hmm. away from my tacos. Fair enough. But yeah, I just get three of those and I'm satisfied. I'm sitting on the corner of the, of the, of the four. <laughs> no, I'm sitting in my, in my, I'm sitting in my truck. I'm sitting not in the trunk, not in my truck. I'm sitting in my trunk. I'm enjoying myself. I'm listening to music, whatever. Like, I, burrito does not happen. It, I can't do that with a burrito. Even if I'm at a restaurant, I can't just pick up a even helping baby of food and sh- <laughs> shove my mouth around. It's a, an eight pound newborn yeah, burrito wrapped in foil. I can't do that. Like, there's n- like even a, even like a burrito with, uh, what is it called? Like wet style, mojado Yeah, style? burrito mojado. Yeah, burrito mojado. Like there's no elegant way to eat that either. There's no elegant way to eat a taco either, but it's a little bit more... It's it's easier to eat for me personally. It's easier for me to consume. It's easier for me to eat. Also, a burrito is a lot of food. Taco, it's not a commitment. so much. Food. A burrito is a commitment. A burrito is a commitment, and I, you know, I'm a Gemini. <laughs> 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 I have commitment issues. Everybody knows that, anyways. And it's it just makes more sense for me to eat tacos. It just makes like maybe I want a little bit more hot sauce on this one. Maybe I want a little bit more lime on this one. Maybe you know, I'm just gonna go crazy and just eat it the way it is. Like I don't. Uh, the burrito is too much for me to handle. I feel like when we started this out, you should have said, I like tacos because I'm a Gemini. And that's it. That's it. You, you're done. Um, Nicole, I used, I used to be like you. And I need yeah. you to know that. I, I used to yeah. be like you where, where I valued this variety in my life. And I would go to my favorite taco truck. And my favorite taco truck is Tacos Tomics. Um, mm-hmm. They used to park out in Palms by by the Smart and Final. And I had a ritual. Oh. I would go 
Taco Tommy, they got the best al pastor oh in, God, in the city. So much better than Leo's. I, I love Leo's. Leo's is fantastic. This is a bunch of insular LA taco knowledge, but know that Leo's, uh, they're open till like 3 a.m. Yeah. and you would stop there after the bars and they would have this giant spit of al pastor uh, mm-hmm. on the open flame, fire roaring. You can hear and smell the pork fat and pineapple sizzling on it. Yep. There'd be a line of 50 people, but it's such a well-run operation, which is to me a huge part of like taqueria culture. Mm-hmm. It's got to be really well-run. They got to just, I mean, the like tortilla- like clockwork. The tortilla comes off the flat top. Meat goes inside immediately. You're at the salsa bar in 30 seconds, shoving it in your mouth. Yep. And so I absolutely That's love this. it should but, be eaten. But Tacos Tomics, they don't have all the flair uh, and they don't <laughs> have all the fanfare, but they have the best al pastor marinade. Mm. It is just so much warm spice and chili and pineapple and the pork is beautifully fatty and stained red. But I used to go there every Wednesday after uh, going to, was it Bigfoot Lodge West? You ever go there? It's a bar in yeah, Palms. Yeah, the, the one that is a cabin? Yeah, yeah, it's the like cabin The one that themed. is a cabin. It's a cabin. I have been there three times. So they, I, they, <laughs> they used to have a trivia night that I would go to every single Wednesday. Shut up, really? It was I so awesome. And they had $5 uh, happy hour before like 8 p.m. So you'd like load up on $5 uh, old fashions oh, in Manhattan. Sounds like fun. And so I'd be a couple cocktails deep just on a Wednesday night mm-hmm. doing the thing. And then we would always go to Tacos Tomics and I would get, you know, four Alpa store tacos. Okay. Uh, and so they're not quite as clockworky because they're a food truck. They don't have the outdoor operation. And so I would know Notice, I would eat the first taco, beautiful, hot, styled to my liking, and then the second taco, a little less hot, you know? Mm -hmm. And so you're eating through it, and then by the time you get to the fourth taco, it's just cold. One, you're like three $5 Manhattans deep, and so you don't really care. Yeah. But I I made a decision one day, a very fateful day, that I would get the Alpha Store burrito. Okay. Which is like... So in L.A. doesn't have, I mean, we obviously have a huge burrito culture, but, you know, uh, people mostly accredit, say, the Mission-style burrito, which is what Chipotle copied... You know? Okay. So you mission, mean like mission, like like San Francisco mission? Exactly. Yeah. Okay. So this was started at like um. El Far- Great Mex. You were gonna. I know exactly. El Farolito. Oh my god! Oh my god! That's my favorite. El Farolito. Yeah. Oh my god! That is the best burrito I've ever had. Yes, I ate a burrito there. It was so good. Yeah. Oh so god. so San Francisco in the mission district they have El Farolito, La Taqueria. There's like El Toro Bravo. There's a couple other really big great burrito <laughs> meccas in San Francisco. Yeah. But they put the rice, the beans, the sour cream, the avocado, all the sauces, all that. Yep. It's what Chipotle copied. They copied the oh, mission style. I had no idea. Yeah. And so now that's become really popular. But L.A., like, we don't necessarily have that. And even if you go to San Diego, they got their own burrito culture. I love San um, Diego. And I, <laughs> I do, too. I, I grew up in uh, Oceanside for a time. My dad lived there. Parents divorced, spent summers there. Uh-huh. You know, that whole song yeah. and dance. Yeah. Uh, but anyways, you know, I'd take uh, $2.49 and I would go down to a place just called Toes. Because in San Diego, especially, they, they get there's like Albertos, there's Albertacos, there's Albatros, there's all these Mexican restaurants that <laughs> Albatros. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's Albatros. Uh, but this place is called Toes, and I and I would get you know they're like carne asada and potato burrito with the guac smeared on it. Toes. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, it was really funny. <laughs> it was dank. Point is, LA doesn't have like a huge burrito culture. If you go into a taco truck, you're typically getting tacos. Yeah, the burrito. You know? I, I understand what you're saying, but I still think there's a few restaurants that are like burrito. Well, one of my my favorite restaurant and uh, friend friend of the show, uh, uh, Burritos La Palma, yeah, is a great oh example. Oh my gosh! But anyways, I, I got this Al Pastor burrito, and I was worried that you wouldn't let the Al Pastor meat shine because it had rice and beans in this burrito and all this. Except every single bite of this was the best bite of anything I've had in my life. And you can add wow. hot sauces to the different bites, and then the rice just gives it like a warm hug. I know you're anti rice in a burrito. I am anti rice in a burrito, but the rice just soaks up 
the hot sauce. You know, they got the four different salsas in the salsa bar. It's soaking up the habanero. It's soaking up the arbol. It's soaking up the tomatillo. Right, you're getting the crunchy onions in there. The beans are just this little velvet blanket making the Alpastor <laughs> marinade travel across your palate. Nicole, what I'm saying is burritos are king because they are a warm hug inside your mouth hole. You don't even like hugging. Let burritos hug your mouth hole. You don't even like hugging. <laughs> it's true. Every time I say it's like a warm hug, it's just like in theory for me. <laughs> yeah, it's Nicole's like in right. theory. Don't like human contact. Yeah, you, know? you hate hugs. Yeah, yeah, I refuse. <laughs> I, we've known each other for like two years. I, we, I think we've hugged like once. I've and never I was hugged like, you. You, we've never hugged. I've only yeah, held your hand by force. Now it's too late to start. Now I it's only, weird. I only forced you to hold my hand one time. <laughs> yeah, when was that? I don't, it was I don't on like the that. show. Yeah, yeah. It, it was, was weird. on a show. <laughs> I don't like it. Uh, it's sticky. Okay, let me. Well, I'm the sticky one. I'm the sticky one. I'm always sticky. So yeah, I don't you're like... answering the sticky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me. Okay, what about this? Okay. <laughs> what happens whenever your burrito is an uneven burrito? Have you ever had an uneven oh. burrito? Doesn't that anger you? Don't you just want to punch a wall whenever the guacamole is on the bottom and it's cold and it's making everything else cold? I'm a bit of a pacifist. <laughs> so as far as like punching walls are concerned, no, but that that is a very fair yeah. point. So you, you but I think with tacos and burritos, there's a certain amount of trust you need to have with the maker of it, right? Okay. Because things can ruin a taco like that. But I will say uneven burritos, I have a technique. Um, you ever seen The Karate Kid? No. Okay, so Daniel-san, right? So he got wraps Ralph Macchio. Yeah. Uh, in the All-Valley Karate Tournament, he uh-huh. gets hurt. And then um, this is a bit the of... crane? I... Well, there's the crane kick, but before that, he gets uh-huh. hurt and he can't go on. So Pat Morita, Mr. Miyagi, uh-huh. he kind of rubs his hand together in a mystical way, which this gets into some weird, like, orientalization stuff in movies okay. in the 80s and Japanophilia. Okay. Um, so, you know, it doesn't age that super well. But anyways, he rubs his hands together and he kind of places them on Daniel and he, like, magically heals him. I have mm-hmm. a technique to do that, but with burritos that are uneven, <laughs> where I rub my hands together and then the like a uh, pretty offensive Japanese music plays, uh-huh. and then I massage the insides of the burrito until no, they're you even. Don't. I swear to God, I do. No, this. you don't. I swear I've to God. I've never seen you do this. You never seen me burrito massage? That's because no. I'm doing it in the bathroom. You're fine. I massaging do. my burrito in the bathroom. I have three carne asada burritos right in the fridge, and you can massage <laughs> where them to your from? heart. Chipotle. I'm sorry, they had to be. But they are the king oh. of, of uneven burritos. Also, Gosh. Chipotle, I think, does give burritos a bad name, and I would like to introduce the theory that Chipotle serves wraps and not burritos. Okay. Okay, well, I don't have time for that. But you know you can ask for the Chipotle burritos mix. you got to say, can you mix it a little bit? And they physically, like, pick up the tortilla and they go, we wobble. I know this because my friend's brother used to work there. And he used to be like, yeah, sure. And then he would just, like, shimmy up. And then well, what else are you going to do? Mash it with your hands? I don't know. What else can you do? What else can, what else you, can do? you do? But tacos, okay, let me tell you what it is. When you are a homeowner versus you rent an apartment, okay? Yeah. Burrito, home. Big investment. <laughs> true, 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 true. Big investment. So anything can go wrong, you know? Tacos, yeah. smaller, easier to manage. So you're saying that you're you're going to rent your whole life. No, 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 no. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that at what, all. what about like a like a, like a shared co-op townhome situation? Is that like a mulita? It's a mulita. It's a mulita. Okay, that makes sense. I understand. I understand. No, that. no. Let me tell you. It's just, it's a commitment. A burrito is a commitment. And it's just too much... And if I get a burrito, I'm going to eat all of it. I will eat yes. from tip to toe. Mm-hmm. I will eat every single – I will suck the foil. I don't care. I'm crazy. Tacos, <laughs> I, it is a little – you know, it's a little bite. I know what I'm doing. I know what I'm getting. And I'm not going to overeat. I don't have an off button when it comes to burritos, when it comes to Mexican food in general. Mm-hmm. I like Even if I get like a plate, if I get a chile relleno mm-hmm. with all of the rice and the beans, I'll eat all of it. And like tacos create a, a world where I don't need to overstuff myself with Mexican food. I can – get however much I want and enjoy it and savor it and know that, okay, I'm good. Tacos are like a nice, light, healthy meal. Honestly, like when, <laughs> yeah. when I'm like eating in my, what I consider my healthy phase, which is actually now I'm going to go home and I, I have flat meat marinating 
uh, in Good just like a delicious carne asada marinade. Good. Uh, and I'm just going to eat just three carne asada tacos sluiced with guacamole. And to me, that's like my, that's like the most, like uh, the closest I come to a diet meal. Yeah. Are carne asada tacos yeah. and guac. Tacos are like your go-to. Yeah. I've but, noticed. I mean, like when I am uh, just super hungry, like I'm a bigger person. I'm, I'm like a 215 pound gentleman. Mm-hmm. There is no burrito in the world, Nicole, that can stop me. I'm serious. I ate a six pound burrito from El Tapayac in under 10 minutes. That's crazy. That's six pounds of food. I mean, it was just. Did you get your just, on the wall? Uh, no. They oh. gave me a t-shirt, I think. Oh, that's nice of them. I ate a pound of Yogurtland after. Oh, did you throw up? Vi- yeah, violent? but also because I drank. Josh. No, I didn't throw up. I didn't like binge drink. I just like, I had a couple beers. So I was like, I was trying to calm my stomach down. Oh my God. But then you had the pound of dairy, six pounds of burrito and like a couple of Modellos on top of yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's just going to, because the Modellos starts. Vomitar. Because <laughs> the Modellos starts frothing against the yogurt land. Yeah, yeah, it makes total uh-huh. sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was actually, so. as far as the throw up experience, it was more pleasant than it could have been. Yeah, sometimes that happens. You're you need like, the yogurt land to coat. Yeah, yeah, uh-huh. yeah. I totally know what you mean. Yeah, okay, yeah. another point I have against burritos. Okay, until I started working here, I did not know the art of rolling a burrito Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. so also like sometimes my fingers get like weird and like stay in a certain position don't know is that arthritis I don't know but like it's hard <laughs> does Nicole have arthritis this is a hot dog sandwich <laughs> my stance yeah I think so you look like you get would have arthritis <laughs> You're so embarrassed. I embarrass myself and then you allow me to become more embarrassed. Uh-huh. But like it's just it's just the folding and like ugh, it's an effort. Like the taco, all you gotta do is okay, so this is how I warm up my tacos before I, I dress them. So I literally turn on the flame, I mm-hmm. put the I put the taco down and then it gets hot. On on open flame? On an open flame mm-hmm. on the burner. I on the burner and then I flip it and then I eat it. Like the whole burrito takes a lot longer. You got to put it on. You got to griddle it. You can't griddle it too much because then it gets too crispy. Mm-hmm. And then what happens when it gets too crispy? You got to start all over again. What happens whenever it's not griddled enough? It starts to break because it's still raw. Like, what is that? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I feel that there is, um, I, I think, a deceptive skill to burrito rolling. And I think yes. anyone who has been to, I mean, we just talked about the whole Chipotle thing. Mm-hmm. But anyone who has seen the quality drop in Chipotle rolling skills. Oh, big time. Right. Knows. I mean, people are just wrapping it into these like square diapers. Uh, so there's a skill to it. But I mean, that's why I do love specific like burrito specialists. Like you go to La Azteca Tortilleria mm-hmm. and you get the, the Chile Rano burrito. I mean, to me, that is a masterclass in burrito architecture and something that has, I mean, as much skill as, you know, say the best taco and the people who yeah. are making the best, you know, uh, organic, freshly nixtamalized corn tortillas in L.A. To sure. me, I have so much reverence for the burrito artisans of the world. And Burritos La Palma is actually funny. I mean, one, we have to talk about the fact that there is a, when I say a large subset of people, I mean Bill Esparza, uh, a dude who uh, we used to write together at LA mm-hmm. Magazine, who who very strongly believes that a burrito is a taco. I think okay. belief is even an understatement. Like, he will just state it as fact that burrito is a regional name for a type of taco. Okay. I mean, I'm not going to argue that. Like, I think they're similar enough that, I mean, he, he seems like... If he was a writer, like no, I, mean, he, I know no, you're he, a writer too, but like if he wrote books about like Mexican okay, food like, this in is LA, his, yeah, yeah. this is who he is, and like if he states it, like I have no choice but to believe him. Agreed, because it's it's what he knows and what he knows best. But I'm like Josh, it's just so hard for me to roll the burrito okay. myself. <laughs> <laughs> have, have you been to Burritos La Palma? Yes. So Burritos La Palma, I mean, those are they're they're quite small for what we would consider burritos. Yes. Uh, and I actually used to think that they were doing a regional style of burrito because a lot of people think that the burrito is like an American invention. Mm-hmm. 
mm-hmm. um, which it's it's not. I mean, it, the, the name, the etymology is all kind of shady. Burrito, obviously, it's the diminutive form of burro, which means donkey. Mm-hmm. Some people think it's because an early vendor uh, who was serving agricultural workers uh, rode in on a donkey and carried, you know, these bigger meals in a flour tortilla. Uh, okay. So they stayed warmer for the workers and whatnot. Okay. Um, some people think it's because it looks like the, the rolled packs on a donkey. Um, what was I talking about? Uh, uh, well, you said <laughs> oh, burritos at La Palma. Oh, yeah, burritos at etym- La Palma. Yeah, we're talking about etymology. ADD working over- overdrive yeah, today. Yeah, you were talking about etymology, and then you started talking about burritos La Palma, and you're like, "Did you have it?" And I said, "Yeah." That's right. I was saying that a lot of people think that burritos are an American invention, but they They're were not. no, they were invented in in Mexico, and they've been growing wheat in like the state of Sonora um, for the last 500 years. Correct. You know? Uh, and then different parts of Mexico, like uh, I know in, in Baja and in Ensenada, flour tortillas are really big. Um, and like one of my favorite burritos, they actually call it a burrita. Uh, it's from uh, God, feminine burrita. See, oh Happy International God. Women's Day. Thank this is when so we're recording much. today. Josh gave me sixteen dollars and fifty cents. Yeah, I didn't know how to support women on today because everyone on Twitter <laughs> just seems to be really bungling it. So I just Venmo Nicole and V. Yeah, it was a good idea. I don't thanks. know, like you know, support your local women. I'm gonna out get here. some. Maggie, I'm, I'll Venmo you too. I'm sorry, <laughs> I didn't. You know, it was the first time we've seen each other today. Uh, point is, there are like like. <laughs> <laughs> Burritos are, you know, authentic Mexican food Very in, in so. a lot of regions. Some people in Mexico may not have grown up with them, of course, um, but then they've been like co-opted by the Taco Bells and the Del Tacos of the world. Yeah. However, Burritos La Palma is my single favorite bite of food in LA. They're, they're chicharron Which burrito. One? The chicharron? chicharron. just their oh. chicken tinga with the potato changed my life. That's my fourth favorite burrito, Burritos La Palma, and it is still one of the best. That's my fifth favorite burrito, in fact. Oh. I will, shall we rank them? Yeah, okay. Number one, Chicken Tinga. Number two, Birria. Number three, don't remember. Number four, Chicharron. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, number five. Bean and cheese. Bean and cheese. Bean, bean and cheese. cheese. The bean and cheese is Okay, like yeah, it's Chicken Tinga, it's Birria con queso, it's the bean and cheese, and then it's the Chicharron. Desabrada is their other one. I, I didn't care for it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm gonna be honest. I didn't really care for it. But the point is, they they originally came from um, Zacatecas, Mexico, and I mm-hmm. always thought that they were doing. That's where their original restaurant was located. Okay. I always thought they were doing a regional style of burrito. Okay. That was from Zacatecas, but it's just like their own thing, pretty much. They kind of just like invented these small little like rolled burritos on their you know homemade flour tortillas, uh, which are freaking fantastic. But they so are the good. size of tacos, right? If you just unfurled those, okay. it would be a taco de guisado. You okay. go down to another taqueria like Asadero Chicali, which also makes some of the best flour tortillas and guisados. God, I'm God, I love tacos. You ate my guisado. I just the other day. yelled, "I love tacos!" as I'm arguing pro burritos. Yeah, don't know what you're talking about, man. Me neither. But anyway, what I'm saying is like the forms are indistinguishable. Sometimes a small enough burrito is very indistinguishable from a taco. It's only the tuck tips. Just tuck the tip. <laughs> just tuck the tip, Nicole. Why is this confusing to you? It's not confusing to me. I just, I have a preconceived notion of a burrito. And a burrito is a burrito. A taco is a taco, man. And the two things are different for me, but I understand they fall under the same umbrella and they can be used interchangeably if you choose to believe so. If you choose to believe so. Yeah, I just like tacos, man. They're easier for me. I'm a, I am know, I love, I love effort. I love putting in a little extra bit of pizzazz. I just, it's just tacos. It's always tacos. It's always been tacos. Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. 
That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. The thing that a burrito can never hit, because a taco can be on flour or corn tortillas, Correct. right? Correct, yes. A burrito, yes, yes. like, by definition, you can't... Actually, I just read a story about it. one before? On a corn tortilla? Yeah, like a well, corn tortilla there's just no, burrito? There's no gluten in corn, so, like, a pure corn tortilla won't make the full fold. Yeah. Although, I, like, just came across a headline that said someone was doing a corn tortilla burrito. Maybe it's a fusion. Maybe they put a little bit of flour, a little bit of yeah, corn to give it cheating. a little bit of, like, derb. I don't think it's cheating. I think it's, it's ingenuity. It's ingenuity, Josh. Ingenuity. Yeah, you... Ingenuity by Nicole. <laughs> Her new scent. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it smells like trunk tacos. <laughs> what are trunk tacos? Trunk trunk tacos. Trunk tacos. Not Trump's taco salad, which was one of the <laughs> most the funniest, the thing. only truly funny thing to come out of that whole presidency was the taco salad at Trump Tower with him thumbs upping, saying we love Hispanics. <laughs> And eating the least uh, Mexican dish in the world. That's probably like a $25 salad. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know know exactly what that tastes like. Do you know how much sour cream is on that thing? Yeah, it has no business being $25. Let me just tell you that. But yeah, uh, if I wasn't doing this, I would probably be an abnormal sexual psychologist. And if I wasn't doing that, I'd probably be in the perfume industry. I'd be a paranormal sexual psychologist. (laughs) I'd be hunting down sexy ghost stories, you know. What? Trying to find out. What I'm saying is... I'm saying that the only thing I truly miss uh, in terms of tacos versus burritos is the beauty of the best corn tortilla you've ever had, okay. which can be otherworldly. And there's so many places doing awesome corn tortillas. Sure. In LA. I mean, from the high, high end, you guys go down to guys like Carlos Salgado at Taco Maria mm-hmm. who are making these like beautiful blue corn tortillas. All the dudes at, at Masienda, at Kernel of Truth. Yep. Uh, but I mean, even even before that, I mean, I remember eating Guisados was like oh, yeah. one of the first just like fresh made corn tortillas that wasn't made from like Maseca, which is like the pre-made sure. you know, masa stuff. Um, and uh, it was like otherworldly. Like, and that, yeah. that beauty of the corn is something I miss with a burrito. But- God, they're just so satisfying. Like what I imagine people experience when they hug other people, because I don't. But what I imagine they experience, that's what my mouth experiences. No, with a burrito. no, I don't know what it is. It's over. Have you ever been hugged by someone and it's overwhelming? That's what a burrito is to me. When someone hugs you too long, you're just like, and your hands like the your shortest side. of hugs are overwhelming. No, no, no. It's like someone's hugging you for a long time, and they're like, they're like, they're like squeezing their nose in your eye, and you're just like, oh my god, like, and your hands are to the side, you're just like, get off of me. It's cloying. Like. That's what a burrito is to me sometimes. It's overbearing. It's too much for me to handle. But a burrito's a palma burrito isn't for too much for me to handle because it's in a cute compact size. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I mean, it's just it's just I'm talking about like the ease of e- well, also some people would would disagree with me and say that a burrito is much easier to eat than a taco. I do believe that. So I mm-hmm. I um I mean, one, we should talk about like fast food burritos and tacos. Yeah, one time I had an El Pollo Loco burrito that had the, <laughs> the french fries in it and uh, it was really easy to eat and I, and I really enjoyed it and I ate it in my car and I was just like zoom zoom and I was eating it was great. Yeah, I, El Pollo Loco, <laughs> they started doing Tapatio 
flavored french fries have you had yeah, them yeah that's the one i is had is that the one you had as a I kid had, I, so i had chicken i think i think i said no rice it was chicken it was beans it was tapatio french fries and nacho cheese bro and and you couldn't get that in a taco it wouldn't make sense it wouldn't make it wouldn't sense make in sense. a taco it was it was a fent- but the bottom what happened to the bottom josh what happened to the I know, bottom? Did it, did it unfurl? Did it roll? Did it get no, sawed it had, through? No, oh, the sour cream was located <laughs> in the butt. Sour cream was on the butt, and I didn't like that. Well, have you ever had someone like really screw up a taco, like griddle the tortilla for too long, so it's almost like, and it's a pre, it's like a mission pre-made tortilla, so it's kind of waxy and crappy. But even at that point, I can soak it in salsa, and it fixes yeah. itself. Mm, it, that's a fair it, point. It fixes itself. Burritos don't have that ability to, to, to you know, be versatile enough yeah, to yeah. fix themselves. Once you screw it up, you screw it up. And that's it. And yeah. you can't open it and refix it. You've you've made your bed. Now you got to lie in it. Burritos are about consistency, for better or worse. Tacos are about uh, uh, innovation and variety. Yeah, and I'm all about innovation and variety. What's funny is I, I typically <laughs> am too, but I think I find enough innovation and variety within my own burrito eating experiences. Nicole, you've seen me eat a meal. More than once. It's probably pretty upsetting sometimes the way, the way I ate, do it. The way you ate your egg this morning, you, you made soup egg and it was great. Yeah, I made a, I, I toasted toast in a pan and then that got scorching hot. And then I just threw some eggs in there and I very unceremoniously flopped them on top of a piece of bread. I folded it in half till all the yolk exploded. Mm-hmm. Then I put a hot sauce on it and I soaked it all up. Yeah. Anyways, what, I, what I'm saying is I really enjoy playing with my food in that sense. So every sure. time I sit down to a meal, especially a burrito, I, I literally will take six to seven bottles of hot sauce. And I will just <laughs> unload different hot sauces on each bite. So to me, I'm almost creating that variety within a tent pole of consistency. Right? And that's yes, what I I've want. Yes, I've seen you eat. Yes, yes, yes. Yes, yes, yes. So I think, Nicole, you and I are more similar than different. I don't think so. I think we're very different. <laughs> you just like people hugging you, and my body yeah. goes through, like, physical convulsions I when it happens. I love being hugged. I love a reassuring touch on the shoulder. I church hug. I've been informed that I church hug. <laughs> I, I hook around, and I do not let my body touch anyone. <laughs> but why? Hugs are so lovely. Nah, it's, it's gross. Hugs I don't are want so people nice. to feel my heat. Yeah, what do you mean? You share the warmth. It's nice. But you ever hug someone, and then they hug you, and then they, like, push you in? Have you ever hugged someone, and they go, like, Ugh! No, I, I, I don't like that. Also, people tend to shy away from me when I try and hug them. So it's created a sort of you know whirlpool effect of neither of us wanting to hug the other. And that's oh the way I prefer God. it. Just the way I prefer burritos <laughs> over tacos. <laughs> I don't know, man. I like tacos and I like hugs. So if you see me, don't give me a hug. Just ask and then also give me a taco. Yeah, if you ever think about hugging me, give me a burrito instead. <laughs> Um, that, that'd be really advisable, I think. I think we'd both get out of that <sighs> one feeling better. I don't know, man. This, I mean, I, at the end of the day, like, I am staunch in my waist. Is that the right word? Staunch? Staunch, yeah. yeah. I'm staunch. Yeah. I You're am staunch. staunch taco supporter. I'm a staunch taco supporter. What are, are, are there any other, because we mentioned, like, Mulitas. Quesadillas. And, and, <laughs> okay, because that, that, I mean, like, Julia is a quesadilla fiend. I cannot, that's how I courted, <laughs> that's how I courted Julia, was oh I would, God. like, I remember once I was going under, going over to her apartment. It was uh-huh. maybe like our, our fourth or fifth date. Uh-huh. Things had started to get a little bit serious. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and we we're planning on going out with our friends. Uh, and I, I brought over just a thing of tortillas and a pound of shrimp and a block of Monterey Jack cheese. Wow. And she was like, "What did you? Why did you? Why do you have raw shrimp with you showing up to a person on like the fourth time?" And I was just like, "You're gonna see. You're gonna see later." And then like you know, two a.m. rolls around and I'm in there frying up shrimp <laughs> in her house. In her house, yeah, in her apartment, oh, deglazing with shrimp chipotle. In her house? Yeah, dude, I made her like a chipotle shrimp quesadilla <laughs> at two in the morning. Um, she let you cook shrimp in the house? She yeah, let you always the cook house? shrimp. Yeah, that's the special mom we have. Love you, Julia. <laughs> I don't know if I went on a date with someone for the first time and I said, hey, honey, here's a bag of raw shrimp. You'll see in a few hours what this is about. <laughs> yeah, Nicole. I would run it. I'd be like, get the heck out of my house and I'd keep the trip. You use physical intimacy like hugs <laughs> to show love. I use a pound of shrimp. <laughs> 
And that is where we really differ. I love quesadillas. There was a period of time uh, during culinary school when my palate was just so overloaded with foods Mm -hmm. and like different things that I would just go home in like a daze. (laughs) I smelled like cigarette smoke (laughs) and I had stains all over my shirt and I would just literally take a tortilla, flop it put cheese on it, flop it, put it in the microwave, put it back into the toaster oven. Oh, no. And then I would eat it, and then I will go to bed. Like, I did that ritual for about three months. I, I, I went through a weird phase where all I would do is get um, organic corn tortillas just because uh-huh. I, I really like them, like the, yeah. the, the good quality stuff. Yeah. And I would get, like, refried beans in a can, and I'd add a couple dashes of hot sauce and water, microwave them, and then just use the tortilla as a claw to swipe beans and just suck it down. <laughs> and I was eating that like three days a week. Yeah. Like just, just out of, like you said, your palate gets overloaded. We're cooking so much crazy so stuff overloaded. here. Yeah. That sometimes it's like, I don't need anything but yeah. the promise of just like bean and tortilla or cheese and tortilla. Totally. And I think it's beautiful. Yeah. I think in the tacos versus burritos battle, quesadillas win. Really? Oh my God! I love wow. quesadillas. No, I, I think to me there. I, I think you're 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 limited by the. Oh God! I do want a lobster quesadilla. I right now. love quesadillas. All right, you quesadilla! Put, you are officially crowned the champion. You can uh, put anything in a quesadilla. You could put avocados in the quesadilla. You could put uh, squash blossoms in a quesadilla. I've been on real big quesadilla. <laughs> you were gonna do that. Shrimp and quesadilla. I knew it. I do think, okay, I don't know. I love quesadillas, but I'm still a taco girl through and through. I, I will hold fast in my varied burrito relationship. There are so many burritos that I love. Uh, shout out to Cilantro Mexican Grill up in North Hollywood. Shout out to Pablito's Taco. Shout out to the, car- the carne asada burrito at Corner Deli and Grill on the west side. The one that's in the Chevron. I don't know what you're talking about, dude. I got a whole list of gas station burritos yeah. that slap in LA. Yeah. We'll, we'll talk slap after. We'll talk to me. Slap we'll talk it. after. Is your child struggling with a specific subject or need help with homework? Are they asking questions that you're not sure you can fully answer? IXL Learning is an online learning program for kids. It covers math, language arts, science, and social studies. IXL is designed. This program will improve your kids' grades. Studies done in almost every state in the country. The kids who had IXL are consistently doing better. Powered by advanced algorithms, IXL gives the right help to each kid no matter the age or personality. And it doesn't have to eat up all your time. One subscription gets you everything for all the kids in your home, pre-K to 12th grade. So don't miss out. One in four students in the U.S. are learning with IXL. IXL is used in 95 of the top 100 school districts in the U.S. Make an impact on your child's learning. Get IXL now. And listeners can get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when they sign up today at IXL.com audio. Visit IXL.com audio to get the most effective learning program out there at the best price. Nicole, you, no, you say it this time. Nicole, we've heard what you and I have to say. Now it's time to find out what wacky ideas are rattling around there in the Twitterverse. <laughs> Twitter, Twitter in the Twitterverse. <laughs> it's time for a segment we call Opinions, Opinions Are Like Casserole. I, I'm sorry. I, I had a... I thought you crushed it. Twitter voice. <laughs> Twitter voice. Hey, Nicole, we heard what you and I had to say. All right. Right, first up, we got the real Shamil. Kraft mac and cheese should be outlawed for crimes against cheese. I'm all for outlawing things that you don't personally like. I, like, I think we should ban raw celery. I think anyone who eats raw celery in the home, you know, should just be sort of like rounded up in a paddy wagon. What about celery take- juice? 
Oh, celery juice as well. I yeah, love if celery it's raw, juice. It's got to be cooked. Got to be braised celery juice. <laughs> um, no, I, I understand though. Mac and craft mac and cheese. It has a very chemical taste. Like if you're yes. someone who's only eaten real cheese and then you eat that. Obviously, there is "quote unquote" real cheese in there. It's yeah. dehydrated and powdered, et cetera. But it's got a very unique, like nutritional, yeasty, chemically taste. Absolutely. Along with the food dye, which I believe now is just paprika extract and uh, and turmeric, because um, they got the food dye out of it. Uh, but yeah, I can see how someone would think this, but also it's such a nostalgic flavor for me that I love it. Yeah, I love Kraft mac and cheese. I don't think it should be outlawed at all. I think it should be given a medal of honor. <laughs> so opposite. Chop up some Hebrew natties in there? No, I never did that. But no? I did put a lot of buffalo sauce on it and green yeah. onions. Yeah. Oh, that's smart. That's smart. Okay. Mariah wears cook socks, says Chewy Chips Ahoy suck. I love these! I ate so many Chewy Chips oh Ahoy my at my best friend Deep's house in high school. Uh, they're like they're addictive, and the way they do it. So good. Have you really Googled how they do? No, I don't care. I want the mystery. <laughs> I want the mystery. I don't care. I don't care. Dude, you don't want me to tell you? Fine. I'll, oh, no, I'll no, no fine. Tell me. Tell me. Tell oh, me. No, but I'm saying you make a cookie that's chewy, and then you wait a couple days, and then it becomes like hard, right? Like that's you know, huh? like cookies they like harden as they dehydrate and stuff. Yes. Yeah, but but these it's it's literally a different type of sugar. It's like using dextrose versus sucrose, oh. sucrose versus fructose. Yeah, one of okay. them uh, like will maintain a chewy texture. Very cool for a long time. Yeah, I, I again, this is another very chemically food to me that is also very delicious. Chewy chips ahoy. What a lovely texture. Delicious. One of my favorites. Also, normal chips ahoy. They're good, man. I don't like normal chips no? ahoy. No, too mm. crunchy for me. Tates. Tates. Yeah, tates are tates, tates, tates are, are the best. Crispy and buttery. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Famous Amos. Oh my God, Debbie used to bring Famous Bro. Amos to school every mm-hmm. day, and I would steal a cookie. Favorite favorite prepackaged cookie though. Ginger snaps. And also <laughs> You're alone on that one. <laughs> Smart and Vinyl. They got a great brand of ginger snaps. First like, street ginger snaps. I'm a, <laughs> I'm a big Lotus Biscoff cookie. Lady. Oh. Mm, 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 those are good. Yeah. One time a uh, mint 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 Milano. Oh yeah. Yeah. Same, yeah. 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 No, I well I resent Milanos because the rich the rich pretty kids in my school yeah. would bring them. Yeah. Yeah. Don't do that. <laughs> All right, we got at Natty Moore. French toast is best eaten smothered with cheese whiz and maple syrup. Well, this uh, makes me vaguely sick to think about. Yeah, me too. It makes my tummy go, mm-hmm, woo, mm-hmm. not in a good uh, way. French toast is, well, Nicole, we, we talked about doing this for the podcast, but decided there is no great way to sort of communicate it, and we don't think anyone cares but us. No, 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 no. But you know what I'm talking about, the French yes, toast thing? French toast is custard. No, I believe French toast, the bare minimum is let's have this let's have this argument okay, right fine, now. Let's, do let's, it. let's do it. Okay, fine. I don't I'm, care. I don't got anything to do. I don't yeah, know me either. I, this yeah. is my whole day. Yeah, I think. Hanging out with you. Okay, yeah, do it. Not hugging. Yeah, um, start. So, so French toast, <laughs> the bare minimum is 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 bread that has been dredged in whisked egg. That's it? Yes. Why? That's the bare minimum. Okay, but I realize What about milk? Okay, it needs to be with milk or cream or half and half or almond milk and egg. I, I, I think that you may be right, and I realize I have a skewed version on this because my family is from South Africa, right? My, okay. my and apparently in South Africa they eat someone correct me if I'm wrong, and I'm sure I am, um, I believe called eggy bread. Uh-huh. Which is literally just, you know, egg and bread. Uh-huh. But I grew up eating that and my grandma called it French toast. Because that was kind of like her American translation. But eggy bread is served, uh, and we used to eat this eggy bread. I would put maple syrup on it because I thought it was French toast. But then it's really just bread, eggs, and maple. Um, but I was talking to, uh, sh- shout out to Grant Muirhead, uh, my old gym buddy who's from Durban, South Africa. And he was talking about this and he was like, yeah, mate, we put ketchup on it. That's not how Grant sounds. I ketchup. just wanted to say that. But they put ketchup on eggy yeah. bread. And he he told me about when he went to like New York for the first time, he put maple syrup on, or someone served maple syrup with French toast. And he was so confused because he was like, mm. this is eggy bread. You're supposed to put ketchup on it. 
No. Yeah. So I I, I now understand that this is just a, a cultural mix up on my bed. Yeah. And I even say sorry. I'm sorry. Venmo me a dollar. Oh, for Venmo you another dollar. God, jeez, <laughs> broke out here. Okay. Uh, yeah, this does not sound good at all, and I wouldn't do this. I just wouldn't do this. No. No, uh, cheese was maple syrup. That does not appeal to me at all. T. S. Hukita ninety five says plain Lay's chips. <laughs> Wait, hold on. Plain Lay's chips dipped in mustard. Okay. Uh, yeah. I am. Um, no, I've done that before. That sounds like a nice little uh, low, low fat, low carb dipping <laughs> sauce. I don't get it, but okay. It's funny people who like, I know a lot of athletes and, and and bodybuilder type people, and when they're trying to cut and stuff. Um, like if I'm ever looking for a calorie-free condiment, a uh, hot sauce to me is the way to go, right? Citrus, me herbs, too. chilies, it's great, calorie-free, you know, healthy old thing. Totally. But I know a weird amount of people, uh, buddy Nick Scarvelis, a pro shot putter, he, he would just carry around a thing of mustard and he would like squirt mustard on his rice. <sighs> but anyways, I, I started just doing that. I started dipping weird things in mustard because I saw him putting it on rice. Yeah, it's pretty tasty. You know? A lot of people do that. A lot of people yeah. that are health conscious and they're trying to like cut. Do that. Mustard's nice. Yeah, mustard. I, I'm is big good. on mustard. Dip, dip some chips in mustard. Also, mustard's like a. It's one of those things. It's it gets paired with ketchup and hot dogs so much. Yeah. That people sort of denigrate it for how complex of a condiment it totally. is. Totally. Uh, there's so much more than just yellow American ballpark mustard. Yeah. Yeah. Grey poupon. <laughs> All right, we got a fun, a fun leashed. Are cake donuts donuts or just mini bunt cakes? I've talked about this before. Uh, I I don't know. I don't know where I stand on this anymore. I used to say that cake donuts are not donuts. That a donut has to be uh, a yeast risen dough, and that cake donuts satisfy an entirely different thing. But then you're starting. To, then you get into crullers, right? Because mm-hmm. crullers are pata shoe, mm-hmm. but they're all served at donut shops. So cake donuts, which is like a wet batter that's fried. Uh, I don't know. I consider a cake donut a donut. It's in the shape of a donut. What's the shape of a donut? Uh, round with a hole in so, it. So so you're telling me a maple bar is not a donut? Uh, it's a bar. You're saying a maple bar is not a donut, but a cake donut is? Yeah. GTF the all the way out of here. I can. I work here. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, actually, don't leave. We have a lot of stuff to yeah, do. Yeah, got a lot uh, of yeah, stuff to do. Yeah, please stay. Please stay. <laughs> um, but no, I. Uh, this might be something where, where we have to, to go a whole podcast into because, I mean, you don't think so. I mean, there are all these different types of dough. What, what, mean, what links them all together? It's fried dough. It's all fried dough, a donut. Then you're talking about no, elephant ears. No, what about no, a funnel no. cake? Is I'm a funnel not, cake a donut? You're not letting me speak. Sorry. I'm sorry. I think Happy that International a, Women's Day. I think a bar, I think a maple bar is fried dough. I think a donut is a fried dough. I think cake donuts are a sect of donut. Do you think the the shape of a donut has to be round for it to be a donut? No, it doesn't have to be, but I prefer it to be. So the the donut is like the phylum. Oh yeah, no. Yeah, I just yeah, realized yeah. I don't know science. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I the- know where you're going and we should talk about this on the podcast. Elms 7346 says scrambled eggs taste better with peanut butter, salt, and pepper mixed in to give creaminess. I think we we tried something similar like we this did. with sriracha and it didn't really work. No, um, there is something I, I love putting peanut butter in a lot of things. And recently I've just started putting tahini in a bunch of things because I... Oh, yeah. It's so hard to buy a small amount of tahini, Yeah, right? impossible. You got to buy the big jar. You got to buy the, the big $14 side F one. Yeah, um, yeah. And, and so I've just been tossing it and everything. I made like a tahini hot sauce. It was really lovely. Ooh. Um, so I'm, I'm down to try some like tahini and fine herbs uh, scrambled eggs. But the peanut butter and eggs uh, didn't really work for me. Sounds gross. Um, yeah. It, it's not my thing. But I, I do love the fact that people will put peanut butter in anything. Yeah. And peanut butter hot dog, not bad. I would, I would want to thin the peanut butter out with a little hot dog water first, though. <laughs> At Noel underscore Vitaly. You think I'm kidding. I ain't kidding. <laughs> Boiling hard-boiled eggs for too long doesn't actually matter. Do you want to take you this? You go. Okay. You talking about the gray? Okay. Yeah, we're talking about the gray. 
the gray little, uh, what do you want to call it? The, the ring of death. It's the, a gray ring of death. Yeah, yeah the, the sulfury ring of death. So it does matter because the, the sulfur, I believe, releases and it creates this ring and it makes an unpleasant eggy smell and taste. I grew up in a home that my all of my eggs, all of the eggs had a gray film around them. All of them. Every single darn hard-boiled egg I had had a gray, gray freaking film on it. But then I learned, oh my God, like, you can take it out in like 10 minutes and it's like totally delicious and beautiful and yellow and perfectly cooked in the center and it tastes good. Wow. I used to think it didn't matter until I had a perfectly cooked hard boiled egg. Yeah. And then I was like, oh, that's what this thing is supposed to taste like. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I'd have to like actually double check the Googling on the science of yeah. the thing because um, I feel like there may be something that, that we don't know about egg chemistry and whatnot. But from my personal experience, yeah, just boiling them for forever and ever. It's almost like a meat. Like you can over braise meat to of the point where it's so tender that it, it almost becomes dry in a way. Yes. You know, it kind of turns into like chewing gum uh, in your teeth mm-hmm. and you suck all the liquid out and you still Absolutely. got this like meat pulp. So I think you can overcook hard-boiled eggs. At Urban underscore Hobbit, as a former New Jerseyan, I just want more anger about Tony Bologna's. What is Tony Bologna's? Tony Bologna's makes the most viral food on Instagram. Really? And like Insider, you know, Food Insider, uh, Thrillist, all these places that traffic in food virality. this guy with the crazy pizzas? Yeah, they'll make like, they they were the ones that made a pizza box out of pizza crust. Um, Oh my God. They put like 50 tacos and a bunch of guacamole on a pizza. Yum. Um, We we talked about him in our, our food Instagram video. I think I don't want to speak for you, but I think we probably both look at him and be like, "Good, good job, you did it." Yeah, like this is this course. is the hustle. I really appreciate the work he does, and it also a lot of it looks really freaking good. He did the thing where he like wrapped, and the semantics of a lot of his things get a little bit murky because he's like taking a whole pizza and he's like wrapping up like a chicken parm sandwich in it, Super and he's calling cool. it like a burrito and stuff. Um, but that said, like he has he has a sandwich right now that is a bone-in beef rib. In like a hoagie That's roll. His That's his sandwich. And you remove oh the bone. Oh my god, what a satisfying genius. sandwich. Tony Baloney, like, I mean, love him or hate him. Uh genius makes very craveable looking food. Really does. You may think it's leading to the downfall of Rome. I just think I want to put that freaking beef rib sandwich in my mouth. Me too. But I'm mad too, as someone who's heard of New Jersey. Yeah, me too. I'm mad about <sighs> it. Weird. Oh, this next one's good, Nicole. Irvina A6 says, imitation crab is the most underrated protein. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think it's underrated too. I will I will snack wow. on the sticks. I snack on the sticks. I eat them I eat them like a like a string cheese. Surimi does not get enough love, man. It doesn't. So it I mean really it's, doesn't. what is it? It's typically like pollock or a fish. Mm-hmm. A very pollock. heavily fished, yeah, pollock. Yeah. That's like, you know, pretty much like ground down and processed with like sugar and salt and delicious food things. <laughs> and yeah, food dye to give it that that kind of orange. Um, but God, is it just, uh, I mean, delicious. It's really And it's delicious. what keeps my California rolls at $2.49 from, from Sushi Stop. <laughs> I love so Sushi I agree. Stop. Yes, this is a very, very good opinion. Well done. No food's imitation. No food is fake if I can eat it. If I can eat it, that's oh. real food. This ain't imitation crab. This is this is Kani uh, Kama. Just call it, what's Kani, huh? I think Kani Kama is a more accurate name for it. I think that's the mixture like that you'd put in a California roll. Oh, okay. Yeah. I just call it Surimi. Just don't call me late for dinner. My okay. dad always said that. I, don't, I never knew what it meant. <laughs> I'm hungry. You just ate a salad. Exactly. Just ate a salad isn't food. You know, it's like it's like drinking coffee doesn't hydrate you. Like eating salad doesn't make you less hungry. It does. Salad's not food. 
Uh, next time on the podcast, salad's not food. It's like it's like a water. It's like a going to a drinking fountain. And on that note, thank you for listening to A Hot Dog is a Sandwich. If you want to hear more from us here in the Mythical Kitchen, we got new episodes for you every Wednesday. If you want to be featured on Opinions or Like Casseroles, you can hit us up on Twitter at MythicalChef or Zada with the hashtag OpinionCasserole. For more Mythical Kitchen, check us out on YouTube where we launch new videos every week. And of course, if you want to share pictures of your dishes, hit us up on Instagram at MythicalKitchen. See you next time. Let's go get tacos! Yeah, oh my yeah, god! Go.